3: Albie. Happy Sunday. Yeah,
4: I feel like this kind of capped off our summer tour. Yeah. Our last big event was Serb Fest today. Mm Mm-hmm. In the Serbian Orthodox Church. By the way, I made an um, uh, unauthorized purchase today. Oh, yeah? Yes. Of what? I am adopting Serbia as my... Um, new nationality.
3: Good. I applaud that. That's great.
4: I am, um...
3: Is it the serving beer after church or the... That goes a long way. (laughs) Um... Or you know the food, the women, what in particular? The whole
4: thing. All the guys are awesome and great, and all the women are beautiful. And the kids who learn to play
3: accordion over Skype. The food is delicious. The music is
4: great. The the uh, dancing is great. It's it's I'm all for it. I'm a Serbian. Great. What do I have to do? Do I get
3: automatic citizenships because of you?
4: Are you a citizen? Can you be a citizen? I'm
3: not a citizen. I suppose I could be. Uh I think you have to live there for 3 years to get citizenship, but you are I think prioritized. Well don't you, you get
4: st- aren't you a legacy?
3: No, I know. I think you have to live there for like 3 years or something to get citizenship.
4: You, like anybody can?
3: No, I think uh I want I'm not special sure. perks. I'm not sure. I'd have to look into it.
4: Alice is sure. half Serbian, in case you don't I'm know. I'm
3: half Serbian, yes.
4: But it's not, uh, for. but no, she was not uh, trafficked uh, here. This is not, <laughs> people want to say that immediately I was go to that. Born in the United States. People go here, you immediately go to that explains why she, you know, entered into such a lopsided a union with me. But no, Alice was born and raised in, well, essentially born and raised in Lexington, Mass. A normal Western.
3: I was born in Framingham and raised in Lexington, Alice, put it that way.
4: Not to say Framingham.
3: Sorry. Stay true. A. It's true. Okay. I so, come from the wrong side of the tracks. Mr. Winchester Hospital, first baby of the year, 1973.
4: Uh, that's right, Alice. Somebody absconded. Recognize this? Mm hmm. Sing it.
3: No. Sing along with it. No, I'm not going to sing. You know along the song. On. I do know the song. I think I sang along with it when I was at church.
4: Go. A little sampler. It was mm-hmm. the choir today. Um, okay. I'm going to bring up a story to you, Alice, that you know nothing about, young lady.
3: Oh, really? It, totally it fresh? It
4: involves me Okay. giving a stranger. Well, oh, I don't know what... Actually, that leaves a lot open right there, doesn't it?
3: <laughs> <laughs> giving a stranger what? A
4: blue. <laughs> no. So, this is what happened. Yesterday, I was at the Packy in O'Behavill, Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. And there's a guy in front of me. Got a long white beard, kind of scraggly-looking guy. He's shooting the breeze to the person at the front desk. Uh, not front desk, whatever the counter. That uh, oh yeah, the boss. The boss uh, wants me to get this for her and this kind of wine. She wants this, this, and that. I'm assuming he means his wife or something. Yeah, and I'm calling her the boss. And then he gets some. I shouldn't. Oh, this is a HIPAA, HIPAA violation. Then he gets a few scratch, scratch tickets. Fine, and so then, then I go up there and and get my thing. These guys right here, as a matter of fact,
3: mm-hmm. and then we can one eighty friendly,
4: right? So then, as I'm walking out of the packy mm-hmm. the guy is sitting to the right, to on the, on the dollar store, like on the ledge, and he says to me, "Uh, you happen to be heading towards West Newbury?" the scraggly guy who bought all the booze for the... Yeah. My... Initial, my absolute um, reaction to this is what?
3: Keep walking, don't acknowledge, No, away. I
4: acknowledge. I said, uh, no, sorry.
3: hmm
4: So, you know, and that's from, like, having lived in the city forever, and plus mm-hmm. uh, people don't give people rides anymore, and plus... But then I, you know, I I thought about it and I thought, like, I got in the car and then I almost called you, but then I thought, you know what? This is not even her burden to do. This is like this guy. He's obviously in his 60s. He just bought some booze. He's he was talking on a phone there and he needs a ride. In fact, I was going to West Newbury. I had lied to him. Mm -hmm. So then. I thought, what if this dude just wants maybe he's he's in a different place now. He's older. Maybe I should just like, like, what would my dad do? What would, what would people do when this was a better country? Mm-hmm. You know. So, so then, I thought, you know what? Maybe I should just give a dude a ride. I mean, I I assume you don't do a lot of this, Alice?
3: I don't give people rides. Right,
4: and I don't give people rides. But I felt bad about this. I was. But going I'm to also
3: female, so that's right. a different. Sure. Oh no! There.
4: Absolutely. Absolutely. Um. And I I just didn't feel right about it because, I mean, he hadn't done anything to me. I mean, worst case scenario, I figured that he's going to be annoying and maybe drunk. Who knows? Mm -hmm. But I also just felt like a piece of crap because the dude just asked for a ride. He he was one man asking another man for a ride to a town the other man was going into. Right. So I said, F it. I'm going to give the guy a ride. So I pull up in front. I said, you still need that ride? Uh, And uh, he said, oh, yeah, yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Um, and now this
3: is me thinking, I hope he doesn't judge the trash that the kids left in the car that I didn't have a chance to clean up. It was, clean it up was
4: cleaner, but this guy would be fine with it, I think. <laughs> okay. So, so then, so we're driving and he said, uh, yeah, the lift was supposed to be here, but they, the guy was supposed to wait for me, but he just left and they're terrible, and not reliable. And, uh, and, uh, and I said, yeah, it's, you can't really give our, our rides anymore. And he said, yeah, well, I'm from, I'm from West Newbury, but they don't give, you know, you can't, you know, hitchhike anyway. People just don't do that, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he said, uh, yeah, I'm from West Newbury. I've lived here. I'm 65 years old. Lived here. And then I lost, left for a long, long time. And then I'm back now living with my mother, my mother's house. And and he said he's a stonemason, but he's had all mm-hmm. sorts of back surgeries, but he's trying to get stonemason work, which sounds like a terrible place to be.
3: Yeah.
4: To be a stonemason with... B- 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 In
3: your b- b- 60s and trying to find exactly. work. Exactly. Yeah.
4: And then I told him, uh, "Oh yeah, where are we have a stone wall that's broken and collapsed?" And He said, "Yeah, that's what I do. I do like natural stone and other stuff." And and he said he's got this big ethics about it. He said like a lot of these stones that you're finding finding around here, like Pawtucket slate or whatever. He said those rocks aren't native to here. It doesn't look right. It doesn't feel right. You shouldn't hmm. have stone stones like that. They're not native to anywhere around here. So he's got this weird ethic, you know, the stonemason yeah. e- ethic. <clears throat> and then. And then we started talking about Pentucket in the mm-hmm. idea that I could... He said something that I that I, uh, I like. Oh, yeah, that's right. He had a dog named Black Sambo. Oh, okay. I, I, I didn't love that he had the dog named Black Sambo, but it was a sight. He said, you couldn't name a dog like that anymore, but I loved him. I loved him so much. He was a big, beautiful German shepherd and, or, or whatever. Uh, now
3: he's talking your language. You love a German shepherd.
4: Well, right. And then, and, and then we got to... He said, you can't, that would be politically correct. And then we got to the, I said, did you go to Pentucket High School? And he said, yeah, absolutely. And I said, well, were you here when it was the Sachems? And he, he said, yeah. And he said, yeah. And so they changed it, of course. He said, yeah, they're the, the the Cougars or something now. And I said, and then I told him my story of having been in Winchester and they changed that Sachems. And then the Pentucket changed that Sachems. And anyway, he was an interesting guy. He's a guitar player. Mm-hmm. He's uh he, he sits out in front of his house and has a few pops and plays a guitar. Yeah. And 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 then I leveled with him. He said, "Do you live in West Newbury?" And I said, "Uh yeah, I'm sorry. I told you that because I've just trained myself to not to not be to to always say no to things like that because I grew, you know, living in the city, etc." You always know, so you no. Know, he said, "Oh, well, I don't blame you. It was, as far as you knew, I was just some homeless guy in the in the liquor store. And I said, "You don't look like a homeless guy." And I said, "As far as you knew, I was a homeless guy in a liquor store. I mean, we we probably look <laughs> equally homeless. The difference is, I have a car and he doesn't." So anyway,
3: the long and not through some like well deserved. No, it's not thing. even my car. My car is
4: broken over there. It was your car.
3: Neither <laughs> <It's, it's> <laughs> yeah. of us really has done anything to earn a car in our lives. Right. So, so I got caught talking to him, and he lives where
4: down by the river. Near, okay. near, you know, so the, you know what that is. He told me that that uh, there's a gate at the end of that road. That's Cena's mm-hmm. new mansion. Oh, okay. There's a big gate. He lives close to it. He's not at Cena's house. His, his mother lives there. Anyway, it was it Joy talking about this guy. It That's was a, great. I loved it, and we have a new friend. You know what his name is?
3: No, what's his name? His
4: name is Wally. Wally. I'm
3: I Wally. Like
4: it. Yes. <coughs> And who knew? I mean, I would always think if you're picking somebody up in a car, nine times out of ten, it's it's not worth it. Because how does somebody get themselves in a position where they're thumbing? You know, uh, and it, he was just a normal guy, 65 years old, you mm-hmm. know, lived a long life, is coming back now to finish out his life, really, is what, he's, what I kind of got. And um, plays a guitar, Wally.
3: Hmm. That's it is it not nothing and he's living with his mom he's living with his
4: mom and I'd I'd give him a ride again. He' was a good passenger hmm. he's living with his mother he was he's gone for a long time i don't know where he was for a long time he lived his whole life you know the way he said yeah. it sounded like like was a way away you know <laughs> but mm-hmm. but I don't know that he was I have no reason to to believe that um but uh yeah he grew up at a time when I, everything was different obviously. And then I also was thinking, like, he's 65? That's not that much older than me. That's, like, my age to you.
3: Yeah, it is, actually.
4: Holy goodness.
3: (laughs) That's what you'll be like when I'm your age. I might
4: start hitchhiking.
3: Okay. I mean, you just like to walk. You'd probably walk if your ride fell apart from the liquor store.
4: Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I I would walk. We walked eight miles, me and my son, yesterday. Very good walker, James Shattuck. Very good walker. Walking is the best. There's so much stuff you discover. Mm-hmm. So much stuff. Like every place is... The, the flood of 1936 affected every town along the Merrimack Valley. Hmm. So the, the water was up like 20 feet or whatever. So there's markers everywhere, but you have to look for them.
3: Hmm. Interesting.
4: Yeah. All right, Alice. That brings me to Donald Trump. Trump was on with uh, Kristen Welker. She, it, this is a pretty damn entertaining interview.
3: Yeah, so this is her like big, uh, first show without Chuck Todd there. Kind well, of get right. That's uh, yes, what this ba-
4: ba- yes. This is her first show, which 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 in answer the question is obvious. Why did he do this interview?
3: Because he likes attention.
4: No, But he does. But why did he do this interview?
3: Is she hot? I don't know what she looks. Not like. Not particularly. Okay, I don't know why.
4: That's a. It's along those lines. Instead of um. Lost, Alice think um avarice what does avarice mean that means mean stuff right
3: avarice means greed
4: uh oh don't think avarice think uh vindictiveness
3: um he wanted to walk all over her or I don't no no what do you...
4: it's so perfectly lay up Trump okay as a petty f you to Chuck Todd.
3: Okay. Like he didn't do it with him.
4: Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. And anyway, it is a good interview. The interview, she's. First of all, for, for him, it's a pretty good performance.
3: Oh, yeah. It was but it's for, good for her.
4: And it's, one of the reasons it's a good performance for him is that really we get to see her. And she is all of the media. All of the media. And it reminds me, I meant to.
3: Well, and just the tone is so and you'll hear Tom will play a bunch of it in a second but just the tone is like so whiny that's like what kills me is that it's like not even the sort of dishonesty of the whole thing and the setup and how they do the interview and Mm -hmm. you'll note that they like cut away to go insert a bunch more stuff after the fact and all this stuff that's so cheap but and she interrupts him every three seconds and all this type of stuff. But really, like, it's more the tone of the interrupting him where she's almost like pleading with him. Oh, totally. And it's, it's like oddly untoward. I don't know. It seems, it felt really uncomfortable to me because it seems so, like, immature and just. Like I mean, he comes across as so much calmer and pulled together, and whatever, and funny and relaxed, and yes, you know, like Trump is. There's there's a lot of people who are unhappy with the stuff he said about abortion during this interview mm-hmm. and about Roe v. Wade, um, which I understand, but I mean, like he's Trump, being
4: he's just being canny. He doesn't
3: yeah, Trump doesn't care about the issue at all. Like and everybody's always known this, but anyway, right,
4: which of course drives her crazy because she wants to pin him down, say mm-hmm. the thing that will upset people, and he never quite does.
3: When
1: you talk about retribution, are you talking about directing your attorney general to try to go after your political enemies? When I talk about,
4: say the worst thing, tell us yes. And this is as if she thinks that he's going to say yes, I'm going to hunt down everybody who had anything to do with me, including the media.
5: But she thinks, and the producers think, there's a chance he will. Because that's what he <laughs> means. Because that's how he feels. With retribution, I'm talking about fairness. We have to treat people fairly. These people on January six. 6th- they went. Some of them never even went into the building, and they're being given sentences of, you know, many years. Are you going to pardon those people who've been convicted, well, I'm going Mr. To look President? Look at them, and I certainly might if I think it's appropriate. Uh, no, it's a very, very sad thing, and it's they're dividing the country so badly, and it's very dangerous.
1: Well, Mr. President, we're going to delve into that a little bit later on, but I want to stay on this idea of what you mean by retribution.
4: Because you didn't give me what I asked, what I wanted a minute ago.
3: Mm-hmm. Well, and they've all been touting this idea of like, it's a revenge presidency. Right.
4: This time it really is the boogeyman, unlike last time. This time it's really going to be the, the evil being that we told you it was going to be last time. This time it really will be.
1: Are you looking to appoint an attorney general who will prosecute the people you tell them to prosecute? I'm
5: looking to appoint an attorney general who's going to be tough on crime and fair. Very simple, Speaker McCarthy.
4: You know, it's so interesting too. Are you looking to for an Attorney General who's going to do the things that absolutely Merrick Garland's not doing? Yeah, he's not being vindictive at all. That's because everything that's happening right now is on the up and up. The Andrew White stuff on the up and up. Everything is fine right now.
3: Yeah, are you going to break norms? The going after parents at school board meetings, the way that they've acted about the January 6th people, everything, that's all totally normal and not going after political opponents at all. The Jack Smith stuff, that's all, everything's totally normal and fine here. But are you going to do something vindictive and mean and banana republicish when you're there? Because we've been telling people that you are, so if you could just confirm for <laughs> us quickly, that would really be great.
1: Announced that he was launching an impeachment inquiry this week into President Biden. Do you see this as a part of the retribution that you see?
5: No, not at all. I think, look, you look at the terrible things that have been happening with respect to Biden. Uh, look at everything, Jamie Comer, Jim Jordan, who are fantastic people and very legitimate people. I watched Jamie Comer just a little while.
4: Isn't that interesting too, that she completely disregards all of the evidence we've seen? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, that it was complicity with Hunter. On all of that stuff, all the money the family got, yeah. she does, she puts it all aside. Is this just retribution? Like, Is I, she
3: also under the misapprehension that former presidents run impeachment proceedings?
4: Because Well, that's the going line. It's on uh, a bunch how, of shows this weekend that it's really Trump running there. He's been talking to Marjorie Taylor Greene, too. So
3: <laughs> like He has no control over who Congress investigates or impeaches. Right. Right. It's not, I mean, they, he's a
4: he's an American citizen and a politician. He can talk to whoever he wants to. Yeah. He can say can whatever talk he wants to, to.
3: Anybody can talk to people in Congress and tell them, "I think so and so ought to be impeached." You and I have been saying on this show that Biden ought to be impeached for at least like what two years now. Yes. So I mean, anybody's allowed to tell Congress that they think people ought to be impeached. It's fine. Why is
4: impeach, impeachment now such a such a sacred act? It, Mr. Trump impeachment is this retribution, this impeachment? Because we know impeachment's meant for really bad, high crimes and misdemeanors people like you.
3: yeah, It's not made for our guys. We cheerleaded for you to be impeached twice over stupid things but not for this type of impeachment which is purely just political.
4: Yes, that wasn't retribution when we were doing it to you. <laughs> we weren't upset at you for winning the election right from underneath Hillary Clinton.
5: I'll go talking about a lot of different facets of What's going on? And he was the one that said, I guess there were, there are 12 things where it looks like it's stone cold guilty. And the gun charge is only one of the 12.
4: Is it Trump total accuracy again? Yeah. There's 12 things, right? It's good because it gives fact checkers, makes them very upset. Oh, yeah. 12 things. Stupid 12 things.
5: He said, this is the only one that doesn't implicate Joe Biden. So, but
3: My question for you
4: She could have been listening to that
3: and absorbing some information. Yes. No, but she's too busy.
4: He is right. It is the only one that doesn't involve Joe Biden. Joe Biden is safe on gun charges. Oh, yeah. It's all the good stuff that he's not safe on.
3: He didn't lie on Hunter's gun form. Did you talk to Speaker McCarthy about this House impeachment agreement? No, I didn't talk to him. Tell
1: him that he should open a house? No, no, I
5: don't do that. I don't think he'd do that. I mean, he wouldn't do it based on me. First
4: of all, he might do it, and Trump may have talked to him, but it also still just doesn't matter. These yeah. are the elected leaders You're in You're allowed place. to talk to people. Exactly. No, Did you talk
1: a- to your Republican allies on Capitol Hill and say you should support this? No, I don't history? have to talk.
4: They're more proactive. It's a MAGA impeachment, you see? It's not mm-hmm. a real one.
1: then I am. They think it's terrible. Do you think Republican hardliners should abandon their threat to shut down the government
5: over their spending priorities now that there is this impeachment? No, I think period? if they don't get a fair deal, we have to save our country. We have $35 trillion in debt. We have to save our country. you You would shut down the government? You'd support that? I'd shut down the government if they can't make an appropriate deal. Absolutely.
1: You you
4: know, the thing is, is that all this is, all this is, Mm -hmm. is she wants to have the correlation between Trump and a shutdown so they can call it the Trump shutdown so they can do better in elections. And that's fine, but she's technically supposed to be being a reporter. She's Mm -hmm. not. She's just being a good Democrat.
3: Right. Like, she's coming back
4: not to get news currency. She's coming back to get political currency.
3: Yeah, and by the way, we have a really big debt and deficit problem. I addressed it briefly on the show the other day. It might have been during one of the Patreon shows, but the deficit is coming in like twice as big this year as it was expected to be for a variety of factors, largely driven by inflation and and how that impacts like taxes and entitlements and stuff like that. Um, but we have a huge problem with the deficit and the debt, and not to mention at the higher interest rates, we're now having to. Roll over debt into new higher interest rates because stuff comes due this year that has like a one percent interest rate so we have to take out new debt now that's going to have like a five percent interest rate to pay off that debt do you see what i'm saying Mm -hmm. so like our debt payments on the national debt alone are going to probably be over a trillion dollars soon which is yeah i mean like so when trump and other people not just trump but like talk about how this is starting to be a problem that's going to start to choke off other spending priorities in the federal government or like you're going to have to start raising taxes on people. This is a serious issue. Yeah. Like you can't do this forever. And everybody knows that in their own household budget, but like I you know, I
4: They did they did uh, stretch out the runway a little bit on entitlements um for by a few years I think, but still that's mm-hmm. within 10 years.
3: Yeah, and more I mean like the net the debt problem is a really big issue as well i mean like i don't think anybody my age seriously expects to get social security and medicare like i think no, everybody gotcha. my age is like whatever that's a wash like that's not gonna be happening for us just because yeah it's,
4: no wally wally's generation is the last ones so who are gonna be getting some social security
3: i mean it's like not gonna happen and it But the the debt problem is a really big issue. And, you know, watching the government do this in real time and like nobody take it seriously while the ship sinks. is like it's just incredible to kind of watch it happen. But we're
1: facing four indictments. Ninety one felony. If you would
5: say it properly, I'm facing four Biden indictments. He told the (laughs) Justice Department to indict him or Merrick Garland said, let's indict him.
1: Let me ask you this, Mr. President.
5: They indicted their political opponent. I just want to
1: hear. He's
4: right. They yeah. indicted their political opponent, which would have raised our. That's what they're accusing him to do with his
1: retribution mm-hmm. plan.
3: Of course, she's still not listening. No. From you on this, I want to know what's
1: in your head. When you go to. He bed just told at you night, what's in his head. Do you worry about going to jail?
5: No, I don't, really. I don't even think about it. I'm built a little differently, I guess, because I have had people come up to me and say, How do you do it, sir? How do you do it? Uh, I don't even think about it. Uh, these are corrupt I people that. that I'm dealing with. They're destroying our country. I don't even think about it. All I think about is making the country great, making America great. Look, these are political, these are banana republic indictments. These are third world indictments. The president of the United States sees how we're doing. We have a movement, the likes of which has never happened in this country before. And you see it with the polls. I mean, I'm up on these people by 60 points and 59 points. I don't mean at, I'm at 59. I'm leading them by 59. You almost say, like, why are they campaigning? Asa Hutchinson, he's at zero. Christie's at two. Other ones are at one. Uh, DeSanctimonious is at nine. I just see a poll coming. I mean, I'm leading him by 60 points. Mr. President. And you say, why are they doing it? But here's what they did. They saw this happening. And he went to the Attorney General of the United States, and he told them, indict Trump. There's just no evidence of that, oh,
4: Mr. Why? President. Because you mean he's There's just no evidence of that. Remarkable. We're going to start needing actual evidence of things that are said by you starting right now on that.
3: It's a complete coincidence that this trial has been scheduled for the day before Super Tuesday. It's completely on the up and up. Everything's fine. And four indictments showing up in a year that you're running for president and all these attorneys general... uh, trying to take you off the ballot it's just completely an uncoordinated random thing that's happening where everybody just coincidentally by decided. the way our,
4: when she says there's no evidence to believe mm-hmm. that have has she been looking for that evidence
3: no of course not right
4: there's no evidence for that at all because we've been ignoring that part of it
3: right it's just like how when the washington post guy was on that podcast And he said there's no evidence that Biden ever benefited from everything. And the guy asked him, Are you a reporter? Shouldn't you look into it? And he like flipped out and walked out of the podcast. Mm -hmm. It's there, the press is completely uninterested in the Biden stuff. Oh, totally. Completely. And what's crazy is, I mean, there was, I assume we didn't do the CBS. Show, oh. weekend show but um but there was a cb but i assume this came out on the cbs show um but there was just a poll out from cbs that has trump biden head to head in a general election a big sample size over two thousand likely voters um which likely voter polls are the like gold standard right um and there it, it has trump ahead of biden in the general election and it's one of several polls including um you know a harris poll and a fox news poll that have come out in the last few days that all have trump running ahead the real clear politics average currently has trump above biden in the real clear politics average in the general election for next november and if that's true right now with all these indictments happening and trump not showing up to debates and them Acting like chickens with their heads cut mm-hmm. off about him right now. I mean, he's pulling way better than he was in October of 2023. Like 10 points better. Of
4: 2022.
3: Uh, uh, sorry, in 2020. He's pulling better in 2023 than he was in 2020. I mean, I'm sorry. And so in October of 2020, before the 2020 election, he's pulling like 10 points better than that in the same poll. I, I have a question for you. Yes.
4: How much of that? is because the scrutiny that Trump got during his presidency
3: Mhm
4: which was unhinged, never-ending, etc. Yeah. Is it possible that all of those dynamics have continued to be in place right since in the last 2 years of Biden as well? In other words, people are super acute uh, in paying attention now, and because they learned, because the media was saying, "Not normal, not normal." It, it, what's happening in the White House? Anytime walls closing, walls closing. So maybe a trend.
0: Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down.
4: And then people are noticing stuff saying, wait a second, this Biden guy is full of it, too.
3: Well, yeah. So I think that's a big part of it, because I don't think that... I mean, Trump obviously has people who are big fans of Trump, but I think that the sort of normie voters, especially like normie, centrist, conservative Mm -hmm. voters... I don't think they necessarily go out and vote for Trump, but they see the deranged reaction to Trump by the DOJ, by all these prosecutors, by the media, by and like that drives them towards Trump. Right. Because when they see that. Completely unhinged behavior from the left, and they see how completely unhinged half the government is because nothing really happened bad during the Trump presidency.
4: That's true,
6: Trump but had, unfortunately, Trump had a no, no, that's really
3: bad. The Trump was fourth not, year. yeah, his 2020 was not bad. Oh, well,
4: Alice, 2020, you know it- <laughs>
3: 2020 was a black swan, crazy, wild event, and Trump wasn't great during it and he was well,
4: not he wasn't great during it but you also had the media explaining to everybody that he was doing everything wrong mm-hmm. this is not how you do a black swan event and you had people performatively mm-hmm. uh taking posing, striking victimhood poses just to illustrate how bad trump was now do you see now he's hurting me during mm-hmm. the pandemic so i've got masks now now do you see
3: yeah and there was crazy insane behavior by the left all through the election including like do you remember the hysteria about Trump taking down post office boxes and everything uh, (laughs) and yeah I mean it was just like absolute unhinged insanity from them during the election and then turn around and Trump was badly behaved on January 6th and you know whatever that is the reaction to it from the left right. and the DOJ was so out of proportion to. Whatever that was,
4: to have the media and elected Democratic leaders and, like, even, you know, uh, celebrities, to have them immediately reading off the same sheet of music during that night that we had a white supremacist insurrection.
3: That was worse than 9 11. Right.
4: It was not something that anybody was going to believe.
3: Right. And still, to this day, they constantly lie about it. They were killing cops, like, yes. et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And what
4: that is, I think, is a bookend. Mm-hmm. You see, now I'm closing my book on the Trump presidency. They've gone in there, white supremacist insurrectionists, Aha, and killed police I officers. Everything I already see? said is you confirmed. guys are supposed to love police officers, but you don't really because you the, they've killed a bunch of them at the Capitol. There, I my mean, thinking about Trump is over now. I got the entire novel, cover to cover, now done.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, everything I always thought about him. See, I was right. The right. end. End of story. And now we impeached him. He's a twice impeached president. Yes. Now we have closed the book on this. So now his reappearance has Mm. made them freaking nuts. Hence, four indictments. Hence, the threat of all this jail time. Hence, the taking him off ballots. Hence, all this stuff, which is why he's now beating Biden in the polls. And if you are a Democratic strategist who was thinking that I mean, I think, like, a lot of people were thinking that Trump was not the best-positioned Republican to win in 2024. No way, yes. Um, but hey, if, I, I, if, if you are a Democratic strategist who was thinking that, like just like you were in 2016 like bring on trump because he can't win because we have a normal politician like biden here right to to win then and you're seeing these poll numbers come out where trump has been consistently up now over the last few polls that have come out from different sources right, have in- any of
4: them been outside the of error yet
3: It's always been, Um, like,
4: by a point, right?
3: Yeah, they've all been close. But, I mean, all those things essentially compound. So, like, the, the more polls you have that show Trump up by a point, the more evidence you have that he's probably up, right? Right. So, um... Uh, so if you look, let me look for the Real Clear Politics average. Yeah,
4: I'll roll a little bit more of this audio election. where you're
3: looking. Yeah, let's
1: stand Look on at track. all the lies want, he's Mr. Told, President. Look, I want to talk. Mr. Wait a me. minute.
5: Wait, wait. Could I say one thing? Look at all the lies he's told over the last couple of weeks. He said he was at the World Trade Center and he wasn't. He said he flew airplanes, right? How am I missed. He said he drove trucks. And he didn't. Everything he says is like a lie. It's terrible, Mr. President. Obama, Even his handicap golf. Stay, he said he's a six. He's not a six. <laughs> I want to stay
1: focused on you,
5: okay,
1: for the purposes of this interview, okay? Because it's important.
4: Yeah, but he's answering with the words that he's choosing to answer with, right? So if he's answering, if he wants to talk about Biden's handicap, so what? Trump is getting browbeat here for not saying the things that she wants him to say,
3: right? And what's so crazy? is She keeps saying like, "I want you to tell me." He's talking to you and yes. you're talking over him and not listening to him. Yeah. So the real clear politics average has Trump up 0.6. So out of all the polls that have been in September thus far, uh, Morning Consult had uh, Biden plus two with 6,000 registered voters. Economist YouGov had Biden plus one with 1,300 registered voters. Uh, Harris. And The Messenger had Trump plus one with 3,000 registered voters. Biden plus one at Quinnipiac with 1,700 registered voters. And then the most recent three, you have Fox News with 1,000 registered voters, Trump plus two. Harvard-Harris had Trump plus four with 2,000 registered voters and 2,600 likely voters from CBS News, Trump plus one. Mm. So that's got to be making the leftist strategist absolutely nuts because they have thrown everything at this now to try and make Uh, him an untouchable uh, candidate. Stuff that with any other politician Romney would have folded up and cried in a corner by now.
4: Yes, you're right. That is a great way do you you say untouchable politician? Yeah. Yes. Um, And that's what um, that's what a uh, MAGA Republican is, right. In other words, that means Trump Republican. That means white supremacy insurrectionist Republican. So, mm-hmm. Alice Shattuck, you don't want to be a MAGA Republican, right? And that's what it's meant to do.
3: Ultra meant, MAGA.
4: Exactly, it's super meant to MAGA. scare people away mm-hmm. from being Republicans whatsoever. Right. They're just trying to make the brand. They're trying to just destroy the brand. So mm-hmm. it, it. So the, they're trying to make make uh, the GOP brand Philip Morris. Right, you know? and
3: so. The fact that you've done all this through every lever of power at your disposal, which if you are left, is a lot of levers of power. Mm-hmm. It's lots of state AGs. It's the Department of Justice. It's, you know, every, everything you can imagine. Oh, the by entire the way, media. we
4: Gary No, Gary of the Cannon mm-hmm. it, down in, in Connecticut. Um, mm-hmm. The Cannon's downstairs on our bar. It really looks good there, Gary, but it will have a, t- a tour up here. I'll switch it out maybe with that boat. At some point. But we do love it downstairs.
3: Yeah. And we got to get it working. The kids are excited, too.
4: I know. I know.
3: So anyway, but the fact that you've thrown all this at Trump and you've done all put all this effort into making him this complete pariah and he's pulling at or above 50 percent against Biden for 2024 has got to be scaring the bejesus out of you, doesn't it?
4: Well, isn't that why? Tell me why you want to have retribution. Tell me how you're steering the impeachment. No, no, don't answer stuff about Biden. I'm asking about you. Give me the stuff I need so that we can put you away finally, Mr. Trump. That's what she's saying.
3: Yeah, there. You can like hear the panic in their voices, which is like what's so weird and transparent about this interview. It's like, calm the f down, it, because what he's saying is like patently reasonable. Well, and that's Trump, the problem. And is his she presidency wants bombast. was pretty normal. It's like. Yes. He's like, I want to pick an AG who's gonna be fair and apply the law equally to everybody. And they're like, but what about political retribution? And you're like, what? Just calm the f down. Just take a breath. And like, same with the answers on abortion. Like, he's trying to appease the left. Well, do you think
4: Kristen Welker believes that Donald Trump said they're very fine people on both sides, Klansmen and KKK? Yeah. And racist racists, whatever.
3: Yeah, no, they believe all this Absolutely. stuff. They believe all this stuff. But it's so incredible because, like, Trump is so moderate and, like, wants to compromise with them.
4: He wants to just, he wants to bring peace to like, Ukraine. It, 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 <laughs> there was a time when that wasn't unreasonable. And, you know, while right now these really good, really good people, really good progressives in blue states like this won't let Russians run in
3: marathons. Right. That's how good we are. You can't play in our marathon anymore because you're Russian. And it's really, really important that we keep feeding the Ukrainian people into a meat grinder. Really important to me here in America who's never been to Ukraine right. or anywhere in yeah, Europe. People, and...
4: We were mentioning it because they were mention- <laughs> they were talking about the war. And Joe yeah. Biden said there was a war on. You know, in wartime, you can't... Well, what war time?
3: Well, yeah, it's like people saying Tucker Carlson's a traitor for XYZ or who else did they call a traitor? Somebody recently... I forget no, if I it was Glenn Greenwald or who it was, but they called well, certainly somebody- Russell
4: Brand has been has yeah, doubts about the war They've been calling
3: people, a traitor. And I'm like, how can you be a traitor? We're like, we're not at war with anybody. What are you talking about? It's so insane. But yeah. And and then just, you know, if they escalate by starting to take him off ballots, like it's, it's only going to get worse. He's going to have a 10 point lead on Biden. Don't you think?
4: Oh, hell yeah. If oh, they now, this is, that level is, of hysteria? The, they, they could not have done this better for Trump. They're now allowing you to be... To opt in for you, you and I and anybody else who's Republican to be a part of history. By to, allowing us to do the impossible. It's like... I, it's amazing. Amazing that uh, they, that they've done this. I mean, you can be part... He's like 177... counts against him. And somehow... The left is daring us. You're going to, that guy, you're going to dare try to make him president? Well, yes. Yes. By the way, speaking of uh, Russell Brand, I know we'll stay on Trump and we'll get mm-hmm. to Russell Brand because we're going to talk about this. How pres- prescient was Russell, Russell Brand? Uh... We're
3: already at 40 minutes into the show, by in? the way.
4: Damn. Okay, we should do the shout chat. Let me play this Russell Brand. We got a lot more to do. Um, this is from from 2022.
0: Which sounds great,
6: but not all opinions are created equal. Now, listen you sonny Jim, you're not only making people not trust you, you're making them not trust me. Who just wing it. Who make it up as they go along. And because figures like Rogan are trusted by people that don't trust real newsrooms. they well, like, why don't people trust me? They
0: trust Rogan, but I'm perfectly trustworthy. Look how loose my tie knot is. Joe Rogan's irresponsible. He took horse maggot medicine the other day. Now tell me, sir, and don't tell me anything other than this. Should there be a war? Yes, there should be a war. Interview's done. I'd like to see you do that, Joe Rogan.
4: So I guess we could touch. Uh...
3: I mean, I don't know how much I to say about Russell Brand. Uh, okay. Really, I mean, I, other—it's obvious what's happening here, right? Right. With Russell Brand. My, oh, this is what
4: I would say: uh, whether it's Rogan mm-hmm. or or uh, Dave Portnoy, whatever. Groupies are not victims. I'm sorry. Yeah. When you fly yourself over to be able to say that you slept with a celebrity, that is a transaction.
3: And they're like, there's texts. Yeah, the text says, I can't believe you, I told you to use a condom and you didn't, which, by the way, isn't rape.
4: Well, it's certainly deception. It's deception, but like, I mean, and it's probably, it's got to be criminal because if, if you assume, I don't know. I, don't I mean,
3: but is lying about being on birth control rape? No, that's okay. Is lying about how much money you make when you go on a date so that someone will sleep with you? That is, is that
4: required.
3: Ra- <laughs> is that rape? I mean, like. Well,
4: <laughs> everything I told you was a lie, obviously.
3: <laughs> now you know. I know
4: I that know. kind of was when rape, I guess, said, in a when sense. When you
3: said that you liked to go camping with your mm. friends in your Subaru, was that rape?
4: I threw everything I had out right. there.
3: But this is a problem that the... I mean, there, there are several problems here, but this is a problem because the left has reduced all sexual ethics to just consent, right? Mm-hmm. So <laughs> that means that anything that's bad behavior sexually you have to find a way to twist it into the consent mold right mm-hmm. so and and a lot of things don't fit in there like lying right like right. lying is bad because lying is bad not because it's a violation of your consent it has nothing to do with rape right like right. and same with like with laws about sex with children or whatever or exposing children to sexual content it's not bad because children can't consent to stuff like obviously we do stuff to children all the time they can't consent to we have a five-year-old in this house who has never once given consent for his teeth to be brushed right and he gets his teeth brushed anyway like it's not a thing like you need your salt lights on okay but um but it's not like the thing about children and sexuality is not a thing about consent it's that it's wrong to expose children to sexual content and you know there's all kinds of things children mm-hmm. you know that we do to children without their consent it's just how this works right like that the problem isn't the consent the problem i know a guy I was, I was one of right? the
4: fill-in radio hosts one time mm-hmm. was uh, i think it was Anyway, he had a serious girlfriend. They went to a concert and got backstage. His serious girlfriend slept with the guitarist. And Uh hung out with him for a few days of this band. Yeah. This guy was heartbroken. She then tried to get back with her boyfriend and said that the guy was cold and mean to her and had tried to involve other girls. Oh, you
3: mean he wasn't her new boyfriend? (laughs) Exactly.
4: Exactly. And she claimed that the guy had acted like a monster. It's like... uh, no. So, sorry about that. Sorry about that. I, 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 whatever.
3: I mean, there are lots of things that are bad sexual behavior, Lauren Bobert, that aren't... Well, we should talk about that.
4: Rape. I have no problem or... with Lauren Bobert. I like her now.
3: You like her more. I know. I mean, I think the, uh, like, regional theater production of the Beetlejuice musical is kind of an odd place to be doing that. But... But yeah, and, and
4: that's got to be some kind of kink, too, because, like, Okay, let's go out, get dolled up, and we're gonna try to do all the bad things in the stand, in the audience. Mm-hmm. It's like you got you got to vape right there and then, <laughs> you got to make loud noises right there and then, you got to do the heavy padding like right there and then. It, but maybe that's the kink of the whole thing. I don't know. I can tell you this:
3: she's like recently divorced too, right? Yes, Is that part she's of the situation.
4: Yeah. Um, she's only thirty six, but yeah, I, <laughs> I can tell you this that. She seems to be a very accommodating date. <laughs> I mean, and they got out of the performance.
3: <laughs> Which to you would be a oh, huge be win. fantastic. Huge but win.
4: imagine showing up for... If it was I'm our,
3: also surprised at the night vision cameras inside the venue.
4: How shady is that, that? There's footage of her like everywhere. There's more footage of her than there was of the 19 hijackers. Um, and it's 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 pretty rotten too, to be honest. But... Because um, clearly
3: it was like dark in there. She's not like.
4: But by the way, you know, if if you're a guy, in, in you you show up at her door to go out on a date, and she's she looks like she dressed like that. I mean, you on our first date, you you looked beautiful, but you were dressed modestly. It was not that would later change, but <laughs> but you were dressed modestly. You were dressed, mm-hmm. and, I, and actually, that's a good, really good look for you. I was thinking about that recently. Um, but she's like. I'm sorry. I don't blame him either. I mean, if she's... I mean...
3: I don't think it's necessarily the behavior that... If you
4: dressed like that and we were at a play, Alice, I would probably go for it.
3: I mean... Overall, I don't think the behavior and the vaping and the altercation with the event security and the whole the whole thing is something generally you should be doing if you're a congressman. Just I disagree. Thought that disagree. Maybe, but I also we'll, we'll I, but I also I also am not gonna take any guff about this from the people who literally this same week we're telling us that it's totally fine that a woman who's running for office in Virginia is doing porn with her husband on the internet. I mean, right. And that that's totally we, fine. And how dare we shame? I will her. not have
4: you disparaging so, her either. We definitely like her.
3: So, I mean, like really is that it, what, what's the double standard here for Lauren Boebert? There's one standard. And for, I'm fine Smart with both of those. If, if we're getting
4: in Congress hot, trashy cougars acting uh, inappropriately, me and my friend Wally are down with that. <laughs> Let's do it. I
3: mean, I'm not like a huge fan. I wish that people who are in Congress would act with a little bit more decorum in like public settings, but
4: I like the but, idea that they're complete.
3: But the cons. left has set the standards so low now that it's like, I mean, what we're supposed to now kick her out of Congress. Especially, she only won her last election by like 500 votes or something.
4: This is a Congress where AOC's in this Congress. Ilhan Omar is in this Congress. There are such vile creatures in this Congress. Forget it. No, it's a bunch of...
3: Well, and not to mention, did you see, by the way, that they are now, because of Fetterman, Mitch McConnell's changing the dress code in the Senate?
4: Yeah, so he can can dress like the... He
3: can dress like Frankenstein in there and with his, like... Weird ripped up gym clothes, and by the way, what
4: medical ailment makes you have to dress (laughs) like a prisoner? Depression that's a
3: medical ailment now, or you don't have to. And get this the staff still has to be dressed properly, yeah. Just the senator, just the important people like Fetterman. What the staff isn't allowed to get depression and need to show up in sweats, like they're not allowed to, but I'm all for for... that's great. (laughs) I hate Washington Alice, so much. Alice,
4: uh, so we have a lot to get to on the Patreon part, including yeah, we have a lot including, more including a tie-in I didn't about. tell you about about the dispatch and how they they're do, the same thing is happening on the right as is happening on the left with the meat-depressed the stuff. What is the hot sauce house?
3: The hot sauce is the Chelsea Fire Wicked Hot Sauce.
4: I need to, starting tomorrow, get my bleep together, mm-hmm. no more who you cal- caloric intake. There's been too much beer and things and good food. I today at Serve Fest I had mashed potatoes. I'm not supposed to. It's super damn delicious. I know. I'm Easy pickings. Oh, it's like every it's, it's like every meal for me is uh, I'm at a play with Lauren Bobert and her cleavage. I can't <laughs> stop. Okay. Um, we did the hot sauce.
3: Chelsea Fire Wicked Hot Sauce. They bring us the Chelsea Fire Wicked Hotline, where you can leave a chat chat message for the show.
4: Naming conventions already problematic. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this first one is anonymous. Okay. Could it be anybody. Steve from Gloucester, you think? I bet it. Hey, Steve, we got to get back on this, by the way, from the uh, Gina fat cactus. From the
3: fat cactus.
4: From Gina, we need to know more about Gina. Track Gina down. I would, I would interview her for the show in a second.
3: In a second. Assuming she's alive.
4: Yeah, and that's a tough one. That's I worry. Hey, Alice, I couldn't agree with you more. This is nothing shy of blackmail when it comes to Joe Biden, because what they're doing is saying, look, if you want to try to get reelected for another four years, your kid's going to go to jail. If you drop out,
2: your son stays out Mm. of
4: jail. Mm -hmm. So to me, this is nothing short of a blackmail that they're trying to do. Yeah. And at the end of the day, Joe's not going to run again. They'll put Newsom in, and Hunter will stay out of jail. It's funny, Steve, because it's very House of Cards. And do you remember what 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 he said when they asked Bill Clinton if Washington was really like House of Cards? And he said, "Pretty much." It's like, <laughs> yeah, it is. That is total political hit job. There's no doubt about mm-hmm. that. But I don't know. The, the only thing is, is that we can over we can overestimate is just how competent at hit jobs these people are now. Because right. who knows, you know, Joe Biden is as cynical as they come and has been a, a cynical, uh, immoral presence in Washington forever. But he's stupid, you know, and mm-hmm. the, the dumber he is, the louder he gets. He did his dog face pony soldier thing again in Vietnam before they played him off, before Jean-Pierre uh, 86'd him. Okay, uh, this is already, this is a problematic, this is Claude from Merrimack. Remember mm-hmm. there was a Claude controversy Alice.
3: How is Claude spelled?
4: My da- C L O D. Okay. Which is, I thought my dad was calling me C L A U D E as in Monet, but apparently he was, not.
3: He was calling you very artistic.
4: I'm going to desecrate his grave now.
3: Okay. Hi, Hi. Steve from Aramac. Hi, Steve. Uh,
4: Tom, I hate to
6: tell you, Alice was totally correct about the word Claude, and your father using it as an insult <laughs> uh, was correct, too. And- <laughs> He actually short drifted you on that because the insult I heard as a youth was Claude Hopper. Really? What are you, a Claude Hopper? You know, that sort of thing.
4: Oh, Thank you. So what would a Claude Hopper be? Is that like a bale sure of what dirt? i a Claude
3: Hopper is. I'm, I'm glad Steve got right the insult now.
4: too, though. Claude Hopper.
3: A Claude Hopper is a large, heavy shoe or a foolish, awkward or clumsy person.
4: Oh my goodness. Red. <laughs> so what's the answer? How do we know if red is red?
3: <laughs> <laughs> we don't know if red is red.
4: Which child said that?
3: Anson did in the show the other day before he fell asleep on the floor. Oh, that's, of the right. Broadcast. that's right. right. We Probably,
4: probably should have checked for a pulse. <laughs> he's okay though. Uh, okay. Yeah. Well, they are in the kids are in this philosophical. Well, he's in a philo, what, what is is a, a harassment phase
3: mm-hmm. where
4: he's pretending to have philosophical questions. He has
3: a lot of questions.
4: They are harassment. It's a way to... If he has a screen, he won't do those questions. This is his own extortion. Mm-hmm. If you give him a screen back. to he
3: asked me if Europe is really a continent or if it's just a bunch of countries.
4: I <laughs> not know where I am on that. He agrees with me that the Earth is flat. That's all I know. And I appreciate the comfort. Dr. Claudwick, Claude Hopper, Claude and Claude. Okay. Let's review.
6: Claude. A lump of earth or clay, mm-hmm. right. or informal, a stupid person. <laughs> I like the Claude way you said Humber, that. A large, heavy shoe, a foolish, awkward, or clumsy person. Now, Tom. Yes. Just after hearing those two things, <laughs> you may have thought to yourself, I should have looked this up when I was
2: yeah. 10.
4: maybe, yeah.
6: In a dictionary. Mm-hmm. and not wait 49 years <laughs> before your wife has a laughing fit <laughs> that your old man called you a clod, short for Claude Hopper, which meant big, uh, lumpy shoe, apparently, or something to do with dirt. Stupid But man. anyway, y- you know, y- you can't just take things at face value anymore. I guess not. Okay? Your uncle still doesn't have your nose.
4: You know he, what he I'm doesn't? saying? Yeah, like,
6: he did. He got your things, nose you got to find the truth in them we were thank you alice for crying laughing during <laughs> that entire segment
4: it was terrific uh I, I found it hurtful and insulting <laughs> but but it is true like my we brother also, and, it,
3: we, our kids listen to the show and they also found this very entertaining
4: yes. so my we used to live my in vermont
1: mm-hmm.
4: my gra- my father grew up in vermont and so our grandmother lived up there as well and grandparents would our next door neighbor was named Moonfish, who was an Indian, or they told us he was an Indian. He used to know magic tricks. He'd shoot uh, a BB gun with us. He was so, so funny. He was great, Moonfish. And, and we, me and Jimmy would, my brother, we'd get to Vermont and say, "We want to go see Moonfish. Let's go see Moonfish." Sometimes he'd show us his gun collection and, and uh, whatever. He had all sorts of stories about the old days as an, as an Indian, and like only in the last ten years. Did my brother and I like get together and like hit us? It like, wasn't an Indian
3: <laughs> like, the whole He's time. Just a regular my guy.
4: grandparents and my dad and Moonfish were probably just having martinis, saying, "You know what? Let's make this interesting. Let's pretend that he, that I'm Moonfish and I've got mystical powers, which we thought he had." But the whole time, it just.
3: Like... <laughs> no wonder he called you a Claude.
4: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. My and dad. Did your grandmother
3: to... call you simple?
4: Yes, she called me simple. That one is. Yeah, you knew
3: what that one meant.
4: Yes, she would call us simple, and she would also, she would also, <laughs> especially my brother, but me, me too. If she saw us looking in the mirror, she would say, "I don't know what you're looking at. There's not much to to look at there. It's not. It's very handsome there." And so, she like, would always take us down, bitch. Now I don't really think about it, wow. everything's, everything's <laughs> coming together actually. Yeah, <laughs> We'll go f- f- see if Wally's back with the packy <laughs> Drink our um, sorrows away. All right, Albie. Bye.
3: Thank you so much for listening, everybody. If you are on Patreon, just stay there. We're going to go do more. We have a whole bunch of stuff to get to in the Patreon show. So um, sit tight. If you want to join us for that, patreon.com slash burnbarrel. We'll put those up there. Um, of course, you can always listen to the main show five days a week. Uh, find all the different places to listen at burnbarrelpodcast.com. There's links to all the different podcast apps where you can subscribe and stuff like that. Um, YouTube, Rumble, etc.